Exit the Matrix podcast, Amin TMK, uh, Mojo the Moment, and uh, Keita Marshall back. Uh, sorry we left you without a dope beat to step to. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, and it's been a while. So I guess a couple things has happened <laughs> since we last talked. Basically, it was like it was like all of uh, was it January or February that was like an apocalypse every Wednesday. It was like mark your calendar for Wednesday. We're gonna have a little apocalypse right here. Accurate. If only somebody had warned you that you know, yeah, this might could happen. That maybe we had an episode no, called no. Uh, <laughs> Muriel Bowser and the Proud Boys, and we were talking about no, uh, no, it couldn't have existed anywhere on the internet because the people who looked for those kind of things said there was no possible clue. That anything was going to happen. What's crazy to me is that do we have more intelligence, intel, I should say, than the CIA? Are we, do we, is the crack team just that good that we have the best intel in the nation? I mean, just because you don't tell the truth doesn't mean you don't know the truth. All right, so y'all want to go ahead and just jump into some, some stories? Y'all want to enter the Matrix? Yes. Excuse me. Everyone, I have a brief announcement to make. Jesus was black, Ronald Reagan was the devil, and the government is lying about 9-11. Thank you for your time, and good night. So, um, as y'all may know, uh, after you listen to our podcast, uh, we talk a lot about Amazon. And, you know, Amazon is just a small business. You know, just trying to help the little person out there. You know, I, I just don't understand why people don't know that Jeff Bezos is a good guy. You know, he's just trying to send a rocket to the sun. You know, he's just having a friendly competition with Elon. Even though we're in a big company like Amazon, it feels like we're a tight-knit community. You know, who's going to become the first trillionaire? Lex fucking Luther. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so funny how it's so obvious, you know what I mean? Uh, so there's a couple different aspects of Amazon, and there was a... Uh, uh, you know, there, we, when we talk about Amazon, we usually are talking about unions and the union busting that Amazon does. Uh, and it was a big story, I know, all over Instagram. Uh, follow us at Matrix Podcast, by the way. Uh, a lot of conversations surrounding this, like, strike that we were all, no one was going to get Amazon. Uh, no one was going to watch any Amazon Prime videos. And, you know, one of the reasons that that was taking place was uh, there is an ongoing union vote by uh, about 5,800 Amazon workers in Alabama uh, going on this week. We just want to, of course, you know, keep that on your mind and just a little conversation maybe with the people. What 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 the what does this mean? What does this mean? Is this is this important? I mean, this is what I think about when I think about labor unions. Right. You, I don't think it's possible to be a real leftist and not to be pro Union because the union is all about making sure the workers combine to utilize their strength for full capacity of negotiation so that they're not exploited. I mean, this is what a union represents the ability to do. And as a person who lived down south most of my life, I understand most of American anti union sentiment started in the south because it was very important to make sure black people, black laborers never got together to utilize their power uh, to negotiate and be like, look, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm always inherently super pro union. But when you're talking about a man who makes literally thousands of dollars a second, who is utilizing 
millions of dollars to pay. He has to pay, right? But instead of paying the people that do the work, he's literally paying people that don't do the work so that he doesn't have to pay the people that do the work. Uh, this is a tweet by uh, Ty Bohannon. <clears throat> After hiring one of the country's largest and most expensive union avoidance law firms. You know how you just say something like venture capitalists and you already know like it's a horrible thing? Amazon is now paying almost $10,000 plus per day in expenses to three anti-union consultants. Just right back to Mo Man's point. Like, yeah, you can just easily, and again, you know, we don't have to talk too much about this, but uh, of course the $15 minimum wage, we, you know, in the, the, the STEMI bill that just popped, it's like $15, we could never do that. That. What do you want to go broke forever in America? And these people are working on like $800 million a day uh, for a military industrial complex, so on and so forth. Anyway, I digress. Y'all know what it is. I mean, it's funny to me, though, right? Because we're talking about dudes spending money, tons of money that don't pay their workers. It reminds me of some other shit that just happened relatively this weekish. Dana motherfucking White, Mr. Pay the Strongest Fighters in the World, Twenty thousand dollars a fight. Oh, and maybe another extra twenty thousand in it for you if you win. This fucking guy got a million dollars to bet against Jake Motherfucking Paul. And, I mean, and it's what rich people do, man. They take the money they won't pay their employees and pay them to other motherfuckers. We know that the UFC that's an international sport. You know what I'm saying? Logan Paul, my bad. All, all the motherfuckers are the same dude. Bring this to the forefront so y'all know this dude logan paul he's a youtube influencer whatever you know what it is he's just a goofy white dude who does goofy white people things and the world is made up with lots of goofy white people so he's very popular um he and a bunch of other goofy white dudes are moving to puerto rico puerto rico this beautiful country where they get to vote on uh local government they get to uh pay tax i think it's like tax free over there so they can build like this bitcoin utopia i think that's literally what they called it um i just wanted to bring this up because it's like literally colonization in real time right and not even going to contribute anything to the country in which they're getting all of these benefits because what is bitcoin bitcoin doesn't exist in in actual tangible life so they're sitting around doing nada what is one Bitcoin worth in American dollars? Should I get the crack team on that? Yeah, I mean, just give me a guesstimate. It don't have to be perfect. I mean, just type it in. What is one Bitcoin worth in uh, dollars? All okay. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One Bitcoin is worth $56,000. So that's definitely going to be the currency <laughs> of the future. That's going to save the world and end poverty. Because all you got to do is save up 56000 American dollars to buy <laughs> one. It's like Jay-Z telling motherfuckers to get their credit right, man. You want to stop being a broke piece of shit? <laughs> Work on your credit. Yeah, like what you're gonna end up doing is you're like gonna save up all your money. You're gonna have like five thousand dollars, and you're gonna be like, "All right, how many bitcoins I get?" And they're gonna be like zero point zero one four eight nine six three one. Congratulations. 
and they trying to regulate it, you know, and we know how their regulation works. You know, we, we have, we were on hiatus during the Reddit, uh, and the GameStop, uh, situation, you know, but again, that should sound like Enron to me, bro. This shit sound right. like Enron. I give them actual physical currency that has value all around the world. Okay, even countries that fucking hate us take the fucking dollar for some magical, mystical fucking shit in the internet and shit. Are you fucking serious? A Bitcoin is like a digital magic bean, right? Like bro, dead ass, bro. What the fuck, man? You sold both of the cows for the Bitcoin? Wow. You know, nah, that's just, that's how, that's what I'm saying. Can we just admit everybody, money is fake. It's not, none of this stuff is real. Which is what Bitcoin leverages too. Like, okay, you want to stay anonymous and also be ironic. I mean, money is fake, but Bitcoin is more fake. <laughs> Also, oh, he, he going to use his millions of dollars in internet celebrity to revitalize Puerto Rico? Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's literally buying a, like, villa for him and his white guy influence to just bro around in. You know, like, they want to live like Richie Rich. Or no, you remember that movie Blank Check? Did you ever see that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he, like, was, like, he had a million dollars. He was, like, this 10-year-old kid, and he had a million dollars. And he, he lived like, life. Yeah, he was, like. Like, bought a mansion, <laughs> like a water park in the backyard or something. It was so lit. You know what I'm saying? That's what these goofy dudes, they want to live out this fantasy. I mean, Puerto Rico, yeah. And, you know, anyway. And that's, that's one of the real, you know, tragedies of the United States continuing to own places like Guam and Puerto Rico. You get to exotify a place, but you still ain't even left the United States. Stop it. You in a territory of the United States acting like, you know, you in Bermuda or some shit. I, love to, I love to go on adventures. You know, those type of people. Wow. <laughs> 56. They'd be like 23 countries last year. I'd be like, yo, that is not a personality trait. <laughs> oh, my God. And it'd be and it'd be so touristy. It's like, yo, you're a tourist. You're not visiting these places and meeting the people and engaging with culture. You're literally going to view people's exploitation of American capitalist culture. Bro, you go in there and asking for fucking chalupas and birria tacos. Like, that's not even, like, Puerto Rican shit, but that's the only thing you know about Hispanic culture and shit. Like, what are tacos at? That's what Joe at. That's how ridiculous the shit is, man, because it's all the same. You know, that was such a, you know, you know fuck uh, Jake Paul and Logan Paul and all the Pauls. Did you, did you want to jump in and say something? Well, I mean, since we're talking about what's happening to brown people on this hemisphere, we got a new we got a new boss, man. Same as the old boss. Hey, Let's talk about what Venezuela. are you talking about? First of all, you need to. I only want to hear vote blue, y'all. We need to keep voting blue. That's how we gonna change oh, the game. Everything changes. Yeah. Okay. So, ah, oh, man. Old jump off, Joey. Your president, not mine. Extends. Exa- I have done nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. My sons, sons have, have done, done nothing, nothing wrong. My son did nothing wrong. Joey B extends executive order deeming Venezuela a threat to U.S. security. It's not even just a Joe Biden thing. It's just a straight up Democrat thing. We know so like the most progressive of the Democrats, AOC, still follow Juan Guaido. 
a socialist nation, the kind of nations where Democrats should be at least theoretically like in, invested in seeing them success at it, you know, uh, well, we can excuse the one one hundredth level of progress that y'all are going to do and make like it's something real, you know, looking at Obamacare versus like <laughs> the Cuban medical system, you know what I'm saying? And like to be able to trumpet that, like, oh, look at what we did because you know these ideas work. But instead, you sabotage these nations so that you never have to get around to living to, up to your end of the promise. What are we down? We were supposed to get a $2,000 stimulus. All that shit went down. Well, Trump paid a down payment on it. I, I thought y'all hated that motherfucker. I thought you ain't want to be associated with shit he did. Minimum wage has died. You know, even though you own fucking the Senate, you can't pass 15 an hour, which is already too fucking small. I know we talking about Venezuela, and of course I want to keep talking about that, but I did see a tweet that I did want to read. If I may, if yes, I may. please do. <clears throat> just regarding the STEMI, because we didn't talk too much about it. And I don't think we need to. Like, I think everyone's pretty clear that it was some total bullshit what they tried to pull, but let's put it in context. Democrats passed the stimulus without a single Republican vote, and they still lowered unemployment from 600 to 300, refused to give the full 2,000, didn't include 15 minimum wage and retracted on student loan debt relief. Democrats are useless and their opposition is theater. Florella underscore I M. Is there any lie there? Not Do you a see one? one? Not a single one. They renegotiated on all of it, but it also shows you like how the parties aren't far from each other. Cause what they said that they had to cater to some of the more moderate business minded Democrats in the party. Yeah, and it's all just flawless, man. It's all just flawless because again, we're talking about we're talking about nations whereas like these are the supposed to be the ideals that we're we're borrowing, you know, but at the same time, you know, this whole election, all of that January 6 madness came from people saying fake elections fake elections meanwhile literally they're selling that same lie in places like venezuela and this is what what's important when you think about a con man like 45 if he sees the bullshit we pull everywhere he gonna say the bullshit can be pulled anywhere and i'm pulling the bullshit here and if we say the bullshit don't go here i say that's bullshit because bullshit is bullshit and that's what we sell hey that made total sense to me i'm gonna let you know right here that, that was bars and a flawless use of the word bullshit. Nah, and it's a total fact, man. Like, y'all are hitting everything on the head right now that we've been wanting to say. We've been wanting to bend in this booth. You know, we just been dealing with life tings. Uh, dealing with life tings. But uh, we're back. We on our yes, dim exit shit all day. All day. The Instagram has been popping, though, if you've been away. You know what I mean? So hop on there. Hop on our Twitter uh, Matrix podcast, um, so on and so forth. Yeah, look, do y'all have anything more y'all want to say about these dems, or do we want to go to this talk to them? Let me know. No, let's go to the talk to them. Let's, let's do it, y'all. I didn't even get a second verse. Beloved, my beloved T-Rex says, grown man boss is something you got to deal with. So all of that collaborated, fabricated, it ain't going to equal up to this real shit. When we talk about what progressive nations look like. Why we have beef with places like MSNBC and CNN that profess to be the left, right? The kind of stories they should be covering, they never do. Most people that identify as Democrats would say they are anti-death penalty. Normally, 
that is a non-starter for them. Normally, that position is as sacred to Democrats as, say, choice. A woman's ability to choose, a person's ability to choose is. So then how do you have people like Democrats where the premise of all of this shit is all life is held sacred unless we follow these rules, a.k.a. there's a court of law, we make a judgment. Meanwhile, you're implementing things into life that are like straight out of Skynet. The newest thing that's popping now is something called... You can't make it up. Lethal Autonomous Weapon Systems or laws. You can't sure. make it up. Break down what it is, bro. You can't make it up. Okay, Bre- so you so we got lethal in there. That's the first word. Lethal. Lethal Autonomous? Autonomous. That is to say, without even a human being deciding what happens. AI. Weapons. System. I remember this being the plot of the bad guys in a certain Disney movie. And the good guy, Captain America, said that this kind of a system is inherently amoral and the guys that were trying to make this system were Hydra. The fucking Nazis. Yeah, so let's just keep giving them a, a, some context, you know, because it was tough for me to... I mean, I guess I understand... I guess I understood sort of what a drone is, right? Like, you have kind of somebody... And correct me if I'm wrong, sort of behind a... Yeah. You know, behind a machine somewhere in a you know bunker somewhere. I have no idea where it is. And they're guiding some little system, you know what I'm saying? Or they're, and then someone goes, that's a target. Should we eliminate this target? And maybe whoever, some general or the president probably is like, eliminate that target. That's what, that's what uh, Obama was doing every Monday. You know, we just, who are we going to knock out with these drones? So what you have now is uh, an, a new escalation in where there is really no human that gives a yay or a nay. It's an algorithm. You put names in the fucking list and you put pictures and they search the world. They fly through the fucking sky searching for that. Which we talked about this, that what were the ethics of AI and what Google was doing with everybody's data and all of this metadata? Because this is the next phase of that. Okay, so now you put all of that information in, the GPS, uh, the picture, and facial recognition is so good these days we need to just call it emotion recognition at this point the facial recognition they got in the bag and based upon the emotion it's reading these autonomous systems make life or death decisions right if it reads that you're angry and or hostile and that it thinks you might have a weapon it will kill you like these are things that are literally you can now think about how this relays to uh its application as it applies towards other nations and war states right this is literally just an assassination tool by any other name but also we'll see its way down to law enforcement it's been named to be packaged towards law enforcement laws laws i mean now, there are nations you can't that are make against shit this. up you I, I mean it's called laws i mean it's not it's a like this is this really makes me think like the dystopia is laughing at us like yeah I'm, I'm going to call this incredibly violent AI murder machine laws and be like, oh, follow the laws. It hits me particularly hard because the first two Americans killed in America by drones 
were black men. Chris Dorner and then the dude that was in fucking, uh, what, Dallas? The Dallas police shooting, yeah. Drones killed these. And black men will be the un, undeniable primary target with such a thing. And it's just to, to say, like, look at this cutting-edge military equipment that they're using somewhere in Venezuela or Syria or Sudan or wherever. Oh, but guess what? We'll put it right back here if it means killing black people. Uh, we will use the might of the entire military technology to destroy black people if we have to. It's just that, and that's the reality, you know, and that's just why, anyway, you got, you got something to say. You know, I'm turned up. No, I know. That's what's so, I mean, that's, I like the excitement of being turned up about this because we keep talking about technology and digital responsibility um, and, and what that means for everything. And then you bring into this level and the fact that the United States doesn't really want to participate in it um, because they don't care about the ethical issues, right? They, we already made those concessions when it was like, yeah, the big company, big tech companies, you can take everybody's metadata because we need you to give it to us so that we can do the panopticon in real life. And here we are. It's super real because it's as simple as putting in an algorithm to look for a certain set of characteristics. Literally, it's as easy as a racist with access to the code saying anybody with this much pigmentation implement death for like, what are the legal ramifications of such? Like, there's not even accountability for living people that are shooting black people right now. If it's a system, we know that with tort reform, there will be no real type of way to even punish the companies that make these things. There are countries, however, that are fighting against this. Like, right now, this is something that's playing out on a global level. Let's talk about, so, I mean. So, first of all, let's just say this. We always talk about, oh, are Democrats against this? No, hell no, because this is what you need to know uh, is the United States for this. And they're absolutely 100 percent are. So I just want to read some of the terrible countries that are against lethal autonomous weapon systems. Those terrible countries, countries like Bolivia, horrible freaking Bolivia. Oh, how about Chile? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Chile, you know, they doing stuff. How about this old terrible country of Cuba? Cuba's against these things. I'm sensing a pat. Hmm. How about uh, how about this? Those dirty Palestinians are against the. I can't even believe it. Uh, and how about uh, Pakistan? I thought those those damn Pakistanis. And how about this? The meanest, most evilest country that ever was. China is against lethal autonomous weapon systems. I don't think it's possible to be able to walk through the loop in your activism if you say to yourself every day. I am against the death penalty. And you allow yourself to vote for a Democrat that is for a system that literally takes human accountability out of a lethal weapon. I, and these are things that you have to stand for. Like when we talk about vote, like these are the conversations where you have to press them. At least make these people go on the record for these kind of things. These are the questions to be asking right now. And you're not going to hear these questions from CNN. You're not going to hear these questions from MSNBC. It was interesting that you say that um, because I remember there was some some big scuttlebutt when Rihanna posted or tweeted about farmers' protests that are currently still happening, happening in, in India. India. Two hundred and fifty yes. million plus people, maybe the biggest protest in human history, yeah. and it literally has to be like, 
hey, how come I'm not hearing about this on the news? You know, and of course, all kinds of propaganda coming at, at, at her from, you know, but it's like, again, you know, I'm not big into the celebrities, but it's like, this is what it takes for like the mainstream to like say something about these things. Um, did you have something to say? Uh, no, you said it beautifully. I, I, I wanted to bring something back about China, if I may. Yes. If I may. It's a tweet right here. Uh, and it says, it's hard to understand how U.S. officials and politicians call China a threat and aggressive when China hasn't dropped a single bomb on foreign soil in more than 40 years. Meanwhile, the U.S. drops 46 bombs on day per average. 46 bombs per day. Chen Wei Hao is the person who tweeted that. Um, and I think we've just been talking about this. I think this is what I've been thinking of as I'm moving through the world. Let me know how y'all, y'all feel on that. America cannot hold anyone morally accountable. This country tried to kill Fidel Castro 800 times without a trial. They tried to kill this man, a country that we never declared war on. Now you have an autonomous system where literally there's complete deniability where the president can be like, I, I ain't no shit about it. Oh, they never tell me anything. I'll look into it. <laughs> I'll talk to Congress. Let's see if we can have some earrings. Yeah. Some fucking earrings. An investigation, a third party investigation. Well, uh, it looks like we investigated them and the problem was programming. So we're going to have to invest $5 billion more a year to get the programming right. Oh, those are facts. Yeah. Yeah. Look, man, I think we clean it up today. Um, you know, ah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Man, don't get their heads up. Look, we're taking a little fucking break, okay? We love y'all. We're going to be right back. We're yeah. going to be retooled. Shit going to be better than ever. But this is just something to get you through. We're going to be back real soon. But we're not back yet. But this is a kiss on the cheek. But this is the officially, remember the last episode was the penultimate episode? The penultimate. Penultimate. We just had to take five months to do the last episode like Attack on Titan. <laughs> know what i mean Ooh, but th- that's true though hey your way your ass rated for rick and morty and this shit's a lot better than that so no, and that's a fact you know i'm pro attack on titan i was on attack on titan when people were still waffling some people in this room were waffling on attack on titan but no not me ever since episode one i was in it because yeah, i believed from the beginning. i believed in the cohort you know think we haven't had a good anime talk in a minute though i know we gotta talk about it any thoughts? Any thoughts? Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming we love soon. y'all, man. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, stay hydrated, stay woke. Uh, I don't even want to give away too much of our social media, you know, because maybe it'll be different, you know. Maybe it'll be different when next season pops. Who knows? Uh, but I definitely do want to say this. Uh, this is season three, y'all. This is, we've just finished season three. And y'all been here, you know, some of us, some of y'all have been here since the jump. Uh, and some of y'all still follow us on the gram. And, and we had just had such a fun time doing this. You know, I'm just turned up. And I feel like, you know, this is my purpose right here, baby. This is what we're doing. It feels so fun to kick it with y'all. Brilliant minds. Yes. Our final transformation. Final transformation. Just like Goku. Oh, we're also rewatching Dragon Ball Z. Oh, my gosh. We are. And it is delightful. We got to do one on Dragon Ball Z when we're finished. Because we're going to, we started from literally season one and we're going straight to season, all the way through season nine. Yeah, that's the plan. Nobody can stop us. We're doing great. We're killing it. Any final words, not final words, but but the final words for this podcast from you. (laughs) 
damn, bros, they waiting outside. Damn, we talked about oh some God. things. Look, I would just like to say how much I love uh, my countrymen and how I am here for them. Uh, I want to make a better community every day by service and life. You know, I'm trying to be an example, but a living example. That's what's good. Man, and organized labor is very important because the core and the beginning and the foundation of American business is on the backs of enslaved people. And businesses will always try to get as close to that line as they possibly can. But they have also crossed it because prison labor. I think we can end it on that, right? Let's get it. Love y'all so much. Sliding out. Uh, and, you know, hit us up. Hit us up. We're around. And I'm pulling the bullshit here. And if we say I'm the bullshit don't go here, I say that's bullshit. Because bullshit is bullshit, and that's what we sell. Yes, our final transformation. <laughs>